1: Well, hello everybody. Not to be biased, but I love the intro. I love the music. I love the words. Hey, that's what it's called. What if it did work? Not only the song, it's a podcast, it's a book, it's a movement. Hey, you know what? I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what the future holds. But you know what? The only thing you can do is live right now. Live in the present. Don't even – let's not even worry about the first three episodes. Well, listen to it. Download it. But everything else, the only thing that's important is right now. So many people live in the past. So many people want to do the Nancy Kerrigan. Why me? Why me? Why me? You know what the universe says? Why not? Pivot. Relax. But you know what? I am so grateful. I'm so honored. Yes, I have another guest today. But before that, you know what? Just love to do a little ranting, a little raving and all that. This you'll probably hear on a Wednesday or I don't care what day it is. But right now, the day that I'm taping this, it's on a Friday. And what do I think about Fridays? Just like every other day that begins with a Y or sorry about that. That ends in a Y. Heck, and I'm an arts and sciences guy. Friday. What, what does Friday mean to me? Friday is just a time to look back on Monday through Friday. Your short-term goal. What did you decide on Sunday? What did you decide on Monday morning? What What was your thought process. What did you want to accomplish? I know you wrote something down because if you follow me, I always tell you, write down your goals, that short, that medium, that long-term goal. It's Friday. Do you have an amazing dinner afterwards? Because you're just mindful of yourself and you just want to celebrate and you just want to go, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I fucking did it. I hit every goal. Because you know what? If you don't have any goals, then what's the point of life? Life, God, Jesus, the universe, they don't want you to do anything. They're not going to give you anything. They gave you the ability to do whatever it is that you want to do. They gave you free will. So at the end of the day, I hope you didn't waste the opportunity. I hope you didn't waste the the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday. I hope you didn't. Because you know what? I'm not going to give you a participation award. Life isn't going to give you a participation trophy. You're not going to be getting the cyber hugs. You're not going to be getting the kudos. You might, depending on who you hang out with. If you hang out with people that have no goals, no aspirations, you know what? They're going to be like, oh, what a great job. You came so close. You didn't come close. (laughs) You didn't. There's no gray. Did you do it or did you not do it? There's no in between. I almost paid my bill. Uh, That surgery was almost a success. Almost, almost, almost. Almost is like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's all worthless. It's all worthless, my friends. And when you finally realize that goals are important, you know, we're trying to raise our kids, not my kids, because both my daughters are competitive and they only know wins and losses. Yes, there's opportunities. There's opportunities of becoming a better you. There's opportunities to learn and all that. But when you want a result, it's up to you, unless it's a team sport. They're in travel soccer. It's a team effort. But you are one with the team. You're not better than the team. You fit in with that team. You know why? Because you're a magnet. If you're a magnet, if you're a successful person and you see yourself as success, guess what? You're going to be attracted to like-minded people. My girls have been playing, not not last year, last year, if they finally wisened up. They looked within. They realized that life is about results. They were with a group of girls that they pretty much grew up with and they're just happy to be there. Happy to be there. Well, you know what? It's about results. Wins and losses. And throughout the whole year, our Corona year, you know, there was still travel soccer. We still lived life. Everybody lived life. They made it to every final. Of their travel soccer tournament. Not only that, they finished fifth. They finished in fifth state, fifth place in the state. They're ranked like number thirty-five. Before the coach asked one of my favorite motivational speakers, one of my favorites, my you know, yours truly, to come speak to the team, and you know what? It got them all pumped up. It got them to finish the year at number five. Hey, I like that. And not only that, but. They learned to accept each other. They learned that winning, like success, you have to crave it. You have to need it like your next breath of air. And hey, they finished every every tournament second place. They made it to the finals. <sighs> success takes time. It's a process. You can't go from, hey, we're just happy to be here to let's fucking win. It's an experience. I can't wait till the season starts up again, which will be real soon. But what does that relate to you? You tell me. What goals do you have? And you can't say, well, I work for such and such. Well, you—if if your goal is to barely do the work, barely do whatever it takes for 40 hours a week for someone else's dreams, then guess what? Lo and behold, you only have yourself to blame. This is your fault. (laughs) You know, every day I wake up, and you know I don't hit that snooze button, and I get to. I get the opportunity. July 24th was my physical birthday in 1973, but you know what? Every day I wake up, with an opportunity. I wake up every day and I'm like, this is it. This is my chance to shine. What do I want to do today? I'm, I'm right now in my hyphen. I'm right now in my dash. The world, Jesus Christ, God gave me one more day. I don't know if today's my last day. I don't know if this is my last podcast, but you know what? Every day and every way, I always try to give it my all. And if I don't, I have to reflect on that. Why did I not give it my all? What what stopped me? But once again, guys, when it comes to goals, it's it's no gray area. <laughs> You know what? And you always have to have goals and you always have to hit the mark. And when you have a team, if if you're the boss and all that, and you create this amazing place to work, and you create just I mean, a place where I want to go and visit, where I want to go see how you start your meetings off. And like globe uh like the two companies, well, one was Grant Cardone and the other was uh global, I don't know. I I have to get back with you on that one and all that. But the the just is if you if you create a place you want to work and you create that lifestyle and everybody loves you and everybody loves working for you, if you do hit the goals, reward your employees. Reward them with a the bonus. Empower them. Let them feel like this is your company because, after all, they're working on your dreams. But hey, goals are goals, results are results. You know, I'm right now, I'm 48. I am perfect. I am standing right where every win, every loss in my life. Every every day, every opportunity has led me to be right here. There's no victim mode. I accept 100% responsibility. I'm accountable. Should I be a lot farther than I am in my life? Uh, I'm a tough critic. I'm my own worst critic. So, you know... I, I think I should be way ahead of the game. Others, I don't know. Others will say he over-promised, he over-delivered, he's way beyond where we ever thought he was, maybe. But always hold yourself to a higher standard. Always, and I, I want you to get this, it is about the results. I almost paid my rent, doesn't cut it. The surgery was almost a success. I almost had a successful business. I mean, we live in a time where let's praise people for being mediocre. Let's praise people for not, not being different, not being exceptional, not being a hero. Why? Why is it that we crap on the success? You know, growing up, it was always the other way. Let's acknowledge, let's acknowledge greatness. Let's acknowledge people that have gone way past the comfort zone. We love those movies. We love the underdog movie. We love it, but we don't want that to be reality. And I just don't understand. Maybe somebody can clue me in. DM me. Instagram me Facebook message me call me text me Xerox me something over fax me something over tell me why is it that we can't just acknowledge why we can't be happy for other people success why do we all have to be the same why why do people love mediocrity but yet when it comes to a movie they're like oh my gosh do you love that? Hey, I I I love the rags to riches stories. Uh, yeah, fiction's great and all that. That's fantasy, but when I read about it, when I read about it in the newspaper, yeah, I'm dating myself. I still read the physical, or I, I, I see that in the story, or I read that online and all that. It just pumps me up. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, you know. Jeff Bezos going into outer space. Yes. Omar Madrano selling his smoothie kings to doing God's what God has always wanted him because he was wasting his gift. Yes. You, if if I follow you on Instagram, if I follow you on Facebook, LinkedIn and all that, and I see you accomplish something amazing, I see one of your kids accomplish It's like, yes, I always, I mean, I've met plenty of people that, I mean, they're no longer in my life and all that because I choose to surround myself with greatness. I choose to surround myself with people that see and feel and know that there's more to life than the nine to five, that know that they want... To go way past our comfort zone, but I've I've been aligned with people, I've I've hung out with people that love mediocrity, that love playing the victim, that the wins and losses don't count. They do count. They do count. You know, At the end of the day, uh, I remember somebody saying, "Hey, you know that was a nice run. You were married eighteen years." Well. What the fuck's that about? Am I still married to my ex-business partner? Am I still married to Millie? No. We're still both amazing parents and co-parenting and all that and we're civil. But that relationship was a failure. It created two fucking amazing kids. It created a lifestyle. It created businesses and all that. But you don't go into... Uh, a partnership, you don't go into a relationship saying, Hey, it was a nice run. It lasted 18 years. That's, that's mediocre thinking, you know? uh, Now, did I fail in relationships? Did I fail wins and losses? Uh, The way I see it is I would have failed if I would have just been a guy wanting two, three Siamese cats Smoking weed, listening to 311 and dirty heads and, the, and going to the occasional concert and staying in and saying, that's not for me. Women aren't for me. Relationships aren't for me. But hey, you know what? I, I live and let live and I learn and you know, I dust myself off and I go about just like in every other aspect of my life with an enthusiasm. Every relationship that I've ever been. You know every every woman all, all those were amazing women. It got me f- to who I am. It helped me grow. Yeah, some d- didn't serve me and all that, but God, the universe, we were all aligned. You know, we we were you you attract what you attract. If you want to be a winner, be a winner. If you want to go for it. You're going to be aligned with people that go for it. If you're going to be a victim, if you're going to hate on people, if you're going to hate on success, that's what you're going to friggin' attract is haters. You're going to attract people. So hey, you know what? Got a got a guest coming up for my fourth episode. Can you believe that four episodes? People probably didn't think I I could do one. And here we are at four. It's amazing. People want to hear me. Not bad for kid from Westchester, Westchester, Miami, not Westchester, New York, that couldn't talk. I probably said more in my first, second, third podcast as I did probably my elementary, junior high and high school years combined. And hey, you know what? I stretch past that now. I stretch past my comfort because I want to win. I want to be successful. I want to leave my mark. My legacy, I want my kids to say he was amazing. He's He was an amazing father. But at the end of the day, he fucking helped out a lot of people. Because at the end of the day, I tell people this all the time. Life is about being in service. Life isn't about take, 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 take what's in it for me. Quit with that fucking whore mentality. You're not a prostitute. You don't need, I'll do this if I get that. What you're going to do is just do. It'll all come back to you. Zig Ziglar once said that, you know, if you want to reach your goal, you help other people reach their goals. You know what that's about? That's called being in service, not having ulterior motives. You know, I I stand here and I feel so blessed, so amazed for the opportunity. And you know what? I, I look at the possibilities of my life and the possibilities are endless. You know, people say... What held me back a lot was, oh my gosh, I, I'm a story. We all have stories that prevent us from overachieving, from becoming who we're supposed to be. Oh, I'm Hispanic. Who wants? There, there's no real Hispanics. There's no Latins out there that are coaches. There, there's no Latins out there that that'll move the needle. I, I can't write a book. I can write a book, but nobody's going to read it. <laughs> That's bullshit. People are reading the book, man. People are buying it. I'm creating a movement. I'm helping people. I love it. You know, then it was like, that's too late for me. Because, you know, you always find an excuse. I'm 48. You know, who's going to want... Maybe I should have started out speaking in my 20s. Who gives a fuck? I didn't have the opportunity. I didn't have the tools. I had had the experiences to say, get the fuck up. You can do it. You can do whatever you want. It wasn't until my mid forties that I, I realized that, you know, spread the wealth, spread the knowledge. You want to see other people succeed. It's not only about you, you know? And let me tell you, I'm, I'm completely blessed. I'm grateful. I know I'm going to be on some pretty big stages because I'm relentless. I know I will. I feel it. I feel it. My, my parting words to one person no longer in my life. I said, Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, and I've, I've had to get rid of plenty of people that no longer serve me, but I, I told the person one day, you know, you're going to see my name. You're going to see my name either in a bookstore. Hey, I'm still working on that. You know, just self-published. But one day I'm going to be amongst the greats on the stage. Just helping inspire people. Helping to get them off off their fucking asses and do something, man. Do something amazing. But you know what? Each his own. I am just feel very blessed feel very grateful just for the opportunity, the opportunity that you listen, that the opportunity that you say, I love, I love what you're doing. That means to me more than anything else. But you know what? It's not about me. It's about you. It's about helping you out. And before I bring out my, my guests, Hey, so far this, this podcast it ain't sponsored by Smoothie King. We all know that. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I, I say that all the time. Uh, if, if you read the book, what if it did work? You realize I, I promoted them big time. And I think the only Smoothie King person, franchisee, well, I know two. The guy that my good friend Juan, thank you for buying it and believing in me. Thank you for letting me coach you. And two, Mark Cole. A shout out to Mark Cole. Mark's a guy that that asked himself, what if it did work about 20 years ago? Quit corporate America in his mid-40s and went for it. Had dinner with him the night my book released and all that. We went to training together. Amazing guy. I love you, Mark. <laughs> A shout out to you, Mark. So hope if you don't listen to it, well, what am I going to say? You bought my book. I know you're going to listen to it. I love you. And everybody out there, I'm completely blessed and all that. What do I have to say? And this um. This podcast brought to you by Bright Lights Messages. Bright Light Message. What is it? It's a company. Hey, if you you have a message, you have a book inside you, I'll help you. My company will help you release it. If you think it, we can do it. We'll get you on podcast too. Just like Billy the Kid said in Young Guns, I'll make you famous. Now not just on my podcast but we'll get you on plenty of podcasts. We'll we'll get you publicity and all that. Just hit me up, just look up the company. Hey, I'm doing what I'm doing. And without further, it's bringing up my guest who's who needs an introduction but shouldn't she's the woman that started me on my journey uh she's my publicist she's my partner and the the one the only uh, gabby garrett love you well once once you know the meeting's being recorded that's when you know it's it's legit and all that
0: Time to button up oh i'm gonna sneeze Now, have you ever
1: wondered, like, when Zoom does that? Is it because, bless you, because somebody like sued Zoom? They're like, oh my god, I, I I cannot believe nobody pre warned me that this meeting's being taped.
2: Oh, it absolutely
1: is. They definitely got sued. Yeah, I, I I picture like some sixty year old guy, his balls hanging out, didn't realize that. (laughs) <laughs> that, is that,
2: guy that, that lawyer guy that like was a cat and they were like sir you look like a cat and he was like i'm trying to fix it i'm not a cat
1: but and then also i guess uh cnn one of their reporters or one of their guys i don't know what it was but he had to do the apology and all that because oh yeah know, like, did you see that that he was he was beaten off oh god Yes, he was beating off on a Zoom meeting and all that. I mean, that's one way of making your meeting a lot more exciting. And I mean, he, he was stroking away. He, I guess, his defense was he was doing the cupid shuffle or one of those dances, stroking to the left, stroking to the right. So yeah, but then he, uh, uh, Jeffrey Tubin, Cuban, what I forgot his name and all that. And I'm like, shit, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's really, that's really bringing back excitement to the workplace and all that. Yeah. Well, enough of the small talk and all that, uh, you're, I, I have to admit it's an honor and all that I, in the, in the social media world and all that, I've always said that you're my publicist, but you're way more than that. You're, you're, you're the person that actually inspired me to actually write the book. It did. I want you to introduce yourself to us.
2: Oh, I remember that because you texted me. Um, I'm only doing it because of you or something. And then I sent you back a Wizard of Oz gif
1: or something. Yeah, but believe it or not, it, you know, everything happens for a reason. We both believe that. But I'm like, I hope she doesn't think I'm some some creepy monster trying to stalk you and all that. You know, <laughs> no,
2: that- I never thought you were creepy. I have met creepy monsters in my day, though. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure we all we all have and all that. And when I when I did meet you, Gabby, well, the first time and all that, I was like, "Oh, this is a, this is amazing. This is great." I I, I was like at an all time high just just on a personal level, but I was just so full of shit with myself and all that because the person we we lied to our, the most is ourselves, and I was lying to myself. I thought everything was great, and then I, I met you, and it was like full golf mode the second time and all that and that's one thing I do remember I mean when you
2: were hiking through the woods and you I was like hey do you want to have lunch and you're like no I need to go on a hike I'm like okay
1: (laughs) yes that that, that's true that that's something I I never told anybody that out out in the woods out in the woods of, of Murfreesboro Tennessee by by far not (laughs) <laughs> nothing, nothing nefarious ever happens in Murfreesboro but I, I remember you did ask me and a couple of people are like during lunch break during one of those um, seminars we we won't yeah. plug anybody because they're not plugging us or plugging our company so everybody looked at me like I was crazy because it was friggin November and it, it's cold especially for a brown yeah. guy like me in Miami it was, it was like 40 degrees and you know it's, instead of eating uh, some MLM stuff or whatever they were serving. I, I went out <laughs> for, for a good 45 minute walk. You were
2: right. 75 hard in your defense. So you had to get
1: it in. Uh, it was 75 hard. I know. But, but it was also, I, I was just like a month into like, like getting dumped and all that. So I'm like, Oh, this, this will solve my problems because, you know, we always try to, you know, goal oriented people. Well, maybe if I do two, three, four, Five workouts a day. This is going to do something amazing to me. I'll, I'll, all, all it did was I can't say bring me discipline because I've always been a disciplined person. It was just something yeah. to do. But yeah, I, I did walk out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Murphy's
3: world. Oh my god! Yeah, but, but,
1: but you do know, and, and I, and I had I would never have thought that everything started. And ended in Murfreesboro, because believe it or not, the, the one thing that ended my relationship was um, the woman that I was dating at the time. I, I use this word nefarious because she said there's got to be something nefarious. And that's a big word. I, I would never say I would say something fucked up or something odd, <laughs> something, something off. But nefarious going to Murfreesboro. And you know, it was because I, I signed up another amazing year of coaching with um the super coach Michael Burt and all that. And that's actually where we met and actually where the writing happened and yeah. where all the magic took place. And if anybody's been to Tennessee, you don't go to Murfreesboro to do anything nefarious.
3: I, no, I mean, I don't think so. Nothing at all. That's like saying, I can't have you going to Steelwood where I live because the, I'm the youngest person, I'm the hottest person by default in my neighborhood because everybody 15, <laughs> Well, <laughs> well it's, it's like, okay, I
1: I'm, I live in South Florida. I'm from Miami. I, I have Miami Beach and Fort Lauderdale down the street, but why the hell would I go to Murfreesboro, Tennessee to do anything nefarious, much less?
3: Right. Yeah, but be much more in danger in
1: Miami. Uh, I, I think the most, the, the wildest thing that I ever did and, um, uh, Murfreesboro was, I had an acai bowl and I, I think I, I, I ate at a chain restaurant because there's nothing else there. And I think I had potato skins and all that uh, stuff.
3: The chain restaurant you probably went to. I had two salt and pepper, spicy margaritas and they had no tequila in them. I'm like, what the is this
0: town?
1: It's Tennessee. <laughs> 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 so, so talk to me. You, you started out as my publicist. You're the person that got me into wanting to write a book. Yeah. I, I believe it or not. I always had that in me. And quick plug, Bright Lights Messaging, if you need a book, hey, you know, I, hey, if it might not be as good as what if it did work, but it'll be, it'll be a pretty good book. But yeah, I mean, you're my publicist. You're the person that's that, that I don't, I don't know how to say it, but I guess you got me to expand my vision because before I thought only two books would sell my kids, but I'd probably have to buy it for them since they're underage and my mom, which she did buy a book, but to this day she hasn't read it. So.
3: Oh, that's okay. We're not, we're, we're, we're
1: the, the touching.
3: Yeah, you thought only two people are going to buy your book. But your book has been the most successful book and we published 45 books. So out of all of those, like, because you have a gift in promoting, but also people really needed your message at the time. Like, because it's such a simple question that becomes a mantra. Like when you're going through something, it's like, well, what if this did work out? Like one time I asked myself the question during what was the beginning of my whole business and life going upside down to turn right side up again. Every time it goes upside down, it comes back up better, like a roller coaster. You're like throwing up and crying, but then you're like, that was fun. So um, during that time, I remember I wrote on a newspaper, what if everything was working out perfectly?
2: What if this was all working out? And that's really what your book asks: Like, what if it did work? So I just think that mantra is so simple and so easy. And maybe we should get bumper stickers. This
1: is just a good question. <laughs> well, well, you know, that's what, that, that's what uh, a coach did say was, you know, you start a movement. And imagine what if it did work, just plastered stickers everywhere. And I'm like...
3: My whole process from a marketing standpoint is like, I like that. I think it would really impact people's brains. So that's the question. But unless we had your website on the bottom, maybe they would go. But I highly doubt you're going like 90 on the highway. You see that and you're going to be like, that's a book I'm going to buy.
1: Well, you know, the best part about it is there is a, a what if it did work website not not created by you and, and, and our team yeah. and all that but created by our, our past effort and all that and it's a landing page everybody has yes. access to it except for me so hey whatever you do do not go on what if it did work dot com and, exactly. and it promises bonuses that's the one part and it's like what bonus do you get by being on the site you know oh my gosh let's see I'm going right now
2: how to take the leap okay this is white page bullets Click the button below in your email below for free bonuses. What were the bonus? Yeah, there, it was
1: a lot. It's a lie. And it's right. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, uh, to be fair, I mean, I've, I've lied. Well, no, I, I, I've sold women before in my past, not anymore because I've evolved. But why lie to people? I, I mean, I'll give anybody a bonus. I mean, if yeah. somebody buys my book, I, I tell people personally, I'd give them a 15 minute coaching session and all oh. that. But whoever created that website, you go on it, and it's it, you know it, it's proven to cure cancer. It's proven, uh, you know, erectile dysfunction, this and that. We're going to give you the the soon the month, the moon. You can't even buy the book on the website. It says sign up for your free bonuses. And I mean, I, I always heard from from people over promise and over deliver. I just. I don't know why I picked that.
2: When I first, my first big client, well, yeah, we'll say big client. Um, He told me, always promise and deliver. Over-promising and over-delivering will leave you resentful and burnt out. Promise and deliver, promise and deliver. Don't over-deliver, don't over-promise. Because then you get in this cycle of, we were talking about this before we started recording, like money has to feel clean. And Wallace D. Waddles in the Science of Getting Rich,
1: have you ever read that one? I'm... I'm a seminar junkie. I'm a...
3: Okay, he's dead. So you haven't seen him talk. But he this, was there. Uh, I know.
1: I believe it or not. That that I do know. And, and, um, and so Dale Carnegie too, from what, what I understand. Yeah.
3: What he's been he there. said, if you always give more value than the money you receive, you'll never run out of money. So like, in that case, what he's saying is like, price it to where you know, it's like a no brainer. And like, you feel really good about receiving the money because you know what people are going to get in value. But don't like, you know, sometimes you see coaches these days and they're like, my package is. Twenty five thousand dollars a month,
2: and you're like, okay, and like at some point, entrepreneur money just becomes fake money. It's like we're all just choosing our prices on the internet, and like, I think you should stretch and expand and charge what you're worth. But there are certain numbers on the internet that are just like, why?
1: Uh, It's a fake number, but sales one hundred one. Let's say it's let's inflate it and say I'm giving you hundred thousand dollars worth of value, but If you buy right now, this limited time, because you always have to have urgency within the next day or two for only $40,000. But hold up, if you throw down your Amex and you can make this without making any payments, I can give this to you for only $30,000. Yeah.
3: And
1: people like, holy smokes, because business 101, sales 101, urgency. Overpromise, overdeliver. But to me, if you've actually ever done just the work, and you do the work, and you leave people happy, you'll create yeah. fans, and these people will be like, "Well, hey, you know what? Omar Madrano or such and such is such an amazing guy. You gotta use them." But not matter
3: what it costs, you gotta get on this schedule.
1: Let's say you, you you over you overpromise, you underdeliver. You say hypothetically like forty thousand dollars for this amazing program for one year. Yeah. For a limited time and you get nothing out of it, how how do you expect to keep your raving fans happy? Just hypothetical.
3: Yeah, you can. Just hypothetically in that case, the expectation like well, kind of think what that quote saying is like the expectation becomes so high because you place such a high value on it that you then can't meet the expectation. Like if somebody said to me right now, Gabby, I want to have an hour with you, it's 770 to like fifteen hundred. So because I know what I can do in an hour and it's incredible. Now it's also hard to get on my calendar. So that value is higher. So like you have to do that type of equation. And also I would never try to run my business by filling up one hour spots. Like that's like being a taxi driver. Like you need to have retainer programs, et cetera. But I know, and I feel good taking that money. Because when at the end people are like, holy crap, that was amazing. But if you create some like arbitrary number, like it's $7,000 an hour, like, I can already feel in my gut that doesn't feel right for me because their expectations of one hour for 7,000 is going to be incredibly, incredibly high. But if I was speaking to 500,000 people, I have no problem charging 7,000. It's like you have to really appreciate it. I've never
1: been like the, hey, everything has to be done within an hour. It's like a shrink. It shrinks like 50 minutes. I'm like, say fucking 50 minutes. Don't tell me it's an hour. This, this is my past life. I haven't seen a shrink because, you know, you're not going to solve the problem if you keep on talking about the same shit over and over and over again. Yes. Uh, that, that's my rant and all that. I, I mean, yeah, their their business is your business model, if I was a shrink and all that, hey, let's go talk. Let's go talk it out. Let's cyber hug. Let's sing Kumbaya. Let's talk about your problems. The same problem for 10 years. They write the notes. But then, okay. I thought we established this last week. We we right. spoke about it. Oh well, no, no. Let's revisit it. Let's talk about. It. And you know, we're we're getting ready to have a breakthrough. You know, it's forty nine minutes in, and like, oh shit! It looks it looks like it's been an hour. It's like, I mean, I'm an arts and sciences guy, but you know, it says it's eleven fifty. Don't don't we have till noon? And also, oh, also that pay by the hour. Could you imagine, like. If the American Airlines pilot, you're you're flying to Nashville because you have to get to Murfreesboro or whatever. And they're like, well, you know what? I promise you noon. It's noon. I don't know who the fuck's going to land this plane. I mean, I, I've always been, t- give me, I'll give you a price. I'm going, we're going to do this. We're going to complete it. That, yep. The hourly basis thing to me is just like completely off.
3: I know. Somebody asked me that yesterday. They're like, can we send you blah, 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 blah. And you just charge us by the hour or by the word. I'm like, no, you decide how much of my time you want and we'll create a retainer and I'll do whatever it takes to finish the project. But I'm not a fan of the hourly because I know it's also like, it took me hours and years to be able to do what I can do in an hour. So, unless I'm just direct coaching someone that I will, But well, and, and that's that un,
1: the the old cliche, the old saying, you're paying me not by the hour, you're paying me for the 20 years. Oh yeah, yeah, that people
2: always say that. I think I think you should do whatever the fuck you want and whatever feels good. Like a lot of us look at other entrepreneurs and we're like that's the model. Like that's the thing. That's what I have to have. Like that's just what works for that human. Like my model is different than others. Yours is different than others. We're building your coaching packages like I think you give value on the internet always and then when people want more of it, you design something that would serve their needs with your offers.
1: So it's always to me it's like that old Beatles song and If you want love, you give love. And it's if you if you want this praise, you 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 want acknowledgement, you want the kudos, you want the cyber hugs, you want the dinero. Well, you have to put it out there. You can't just be like a whore and go me 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 me. Ah. What's, what's in it for me? What's in it for you? It's like what the hell have you done?
2: The coach that we were talking about earlier doesn't have a coach. So like that's a misalignment to me because if you want to be a coach, you should have a coach because you need to believe in what you're doing. And if you want to teach people to write books, you should write books. And if you want to be teaching writing, you should be writing. Cause the old saying, those that can't do teach really isn't true. Those that have mastered the craft can now share it because they're in the craft.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm always, always been a student when I, I was in the mindset with the masses after I graduated from the LSU.
3: Yeah.
1: university. That's it. I'm done studying. I'm done. Yeah. And, then, and then it went to university in Miami, my master's degree. Well, I'm done. My life didn't change until I said, it's time to learn. Either you're growing or you're dying. So that's why, I mean, I've got coaches. I mean, I I always shoot the shit with you, even even not only on a business side, but on a personal side. Yeah. and um, people were shocked. Like, oh, I I yes, I do have I've I've got a million different coaches for different things. Whether it's snow, yeah,
3: you should like. Yeah. I, I,
1: mean, so I, I don't ahead. like coach. I mean, I I. Yeah. Hey, you
2: got, I was in different area codes.
1: yeah exactly you you I mean because I was a complete fuck up back then I, I know what I was compared yeah. to what I am now and I I had to go back to a life coach because all of a sudden I was um, after after my emotional breakdown and everything oh why is me I was doing the Nancy Kerrigan why me why me? and the universe was just pounding on me, I didn't realize I was feeling sorry for myself and that I couldn't even sell myself because I didn't believe in me until I I went back and I hired a life coach. And she just flat out said, why the fuck are you feeling sorry for yourself?
3: I
2: think that's great because you have to have trust within yourself for others to trust you. And you said you wanted to talk about manifestation and magnets, like what it is, is it's all a reflection, right? So when I feel... Let's take it for example, like when I you, when I've lost a lot of weight a couple of years ago, um, which I need to do again, <laughs> um, everyone was like, How did you do it? Can you teach me? And then I taught them because there was something inside of me that lit up. It's I want people to see that it's like it became a green light. Like I had mastered something in that green light that attracted people who wanted that same green light. Now now I've mastered entrepreneurship and to an extent, you can never master it. But I understand entrepreneurship. I understand how to start a business. I understand how to write. I understand how to grow. I understand how to attract. So that has become the current green light in my system. And therefore that's what people are willing to pay me for. So you have to find like what's lit up for you and you don't have to be perfect. Cause they're not asking, like you said, for every different thing, like there will be a time in my life that something else lights up and then I'll be willing to share that. But There is really no pressure because something's always going to be lit up. Like something's always going to be the right thing. And that's what you pivot to.
1: It's always about just to me, it's always about having your imagination, having everything open just to the world of possibilities.
3: Yeah.
1: Last year, there was zero podcasts. There was zero books. I I had two Smoothie Kings, two um, Walmart of haircuts. Um, super cuts and I was supposed to open three more I, I, I was walking around thinking hey this was it I, I was com- in complete comfort uh, something I like to call is when you go Hollywood is when yeah. you, you're so fucking I, I've gone Hollywood I, I mean I still love wearing the Gucci the prod and all that but yeah. I'm like hey look at me look who I'm with yeah. look what I'm doing with my life my I, I became something that I never thought I would become. Just right. something just going through the motions. And hey, it's it's all about. Oh, so where am I going on vacation? What what restaurant am I going to be eating in in Vegas? What am I going to be doing? Oh, let me let me show everybody how amazing. I I, 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 I was like the fucking rock star that like Chicago and journey at the, the, best days have passed, but Hey, let, let me reminisce. Let me play my same tunes over and over again. And it wasn't until I I woke up one day because, you know, God, well, the universe said, Hey, you're not, you're, you're waste to me. You're wasting all this talent. You're, you're doing absolutely nothing. You know, let's shake it up. And I, I had two choices, either become who I'm supposed to be and work at that every day or the universe said you're going to have to suffer through a lot of pain and and pain is just a process to me of growth because it's like what you said, when you lose weight, I mean, nobody likes to fucking starve themselves. Nobody likes to go, Oh, Hey, it's five in the morning. Let me go work out. Oh, Hey, you know what? I'm on a cruise. Let, Let me be mindful of what I eat or did I do my second workout of the day? Everything's amazing. You just have to feel the pain. You, have, I mean, being in a relationship, there's there's pain in staying. There's pain in leaving. So, but a lot of people just don't understand. Everything requires work. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could tell you the microwave of success, the mic, the, the Instagram world where you know you go from nothing to rock star just because you you have a post.
2: You paid for it. Like you cheated your way through it. Like, I mean, just like you have to, like, in that case, just use something like you said in your book, like buying followers is like buying a prostitute. Like you are just saying like, I now have sex and I'm awesome. It's like, not for real.
0: (laughs) You fucking paid for
2: it. (laughs) But also you pay for those followers. Like you think you're so cool. Like you have a false, like you have the, I got laid mentality, but you pay for it. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And it's like when you have like followers in Bangladesh and God knows where and all that. Yeah, it looks fine and dandy. You have a 100,000 followers, but what's that going to do for you? I mean, they're they're not even going to give you the cyber hug. It's like, yeah. the, I've always do the work and, and then, hey, show your results. But all these people, your your brain shuts down. If I said I was going to walk... I was going to go hike Kilimanjaro. Granted, I'm saying that because I'm never going to fucking do it. One, I'm never going to go to Africa. Two, I'm afraid of heights. And three, it doesn't appeal to me to climb any mountain. But if I said that, if I put, if I put that on my Facebook post and Instagram messages and all that, I would get all the cyber hugs. Oh, my God. You're so amazing. That's so good for you, Omar. Good for you. You're a rock star. Well, where's my motivation? My brain said I got all the acknowledgements.
3: Oh, that's smart. Like, so why would you actually do
1: it? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, oh, I'm getting ready. This is a new chapter of my life. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Uh, Last year, uh, same time and all that. I mean, I was already in a relationship, but I didn't let people know. Or we didn't let people know. And the big mystery, it was like, oh, so am I... Am I gonna go the first time in 20 years without being somebody in my, on my birthday? I mean, yeah, that's narcissistic. And it's fucking stupid. Who cares? Who cares if I was with myself, if if I was with Jesus, if I was with Allah, if I was with Buddha, and all that. But that's the that that's the type of person I was from then till now.
3: Yeah. I think like
2: everything we've said so far, like to sum it up for people, what I feel like we've said is like figure out what you need to like create one type of green light, like one type of thing, something in your life, focus on one thing, make it go well, do the work to like make that green light happen, own it, show up and serve and like, it will all just come back. But don't do it for accolades or attention from anyone but yourself because it won't be worth it.
1: I think what what's missing from, is just clarity.
2: Clarity is the number one thing. Like I... Clarity is my gift. I can take anything and make it clean. What really pisses me off is when other people in our life don't also have that because I stick to them and they stay in my brain and that's my fault because I project on them. But I'd be like, if it wasn't for blank, I'd be having a really fucking nice time. But, you know, blank isn't probably thinking about me. And if he is, then that's creepy. But... Like it's you own it. You get to decide, like you get to give that person rent in your head or not. And so I just have to kick them out.
1: Well, with clarity, I mean, it's, it's always, I mean, you can, people love me. They hate me. They think I'm yeah. an asshole and all that, but nobody can say that I was either wishy washy or they didn't know who the real me was because, you
2: know, it's, I, in that moment you're showing up and like, you're not, you're branded, but you're branded as you, and that's one of the things I love about you. Like your brand is just you. you're not showing up in your
1: brand. Exactly. And also uh, another thing that and, and I've learned this is and, and I before, and, and I just started with with, with um, Amy, my my new girlfriend and all that. And this should be in any relationship, business, personal, and all that is let your intentions be known. And I, I don't know why I decided to do something new because I kept on doing the same pattern and being with the same fucking crazy people that were just like my mom, fucking like ruthless. Wanting, I was, I was going for the accolades and the kudos from them. But so I decided, let me do something different. So whether it's a business meeting or. Here, my intentions... well, Well, with her at my first date, my intentions with you is to take you out to dinner. My intentions with you is to see you on the next date. And then if you let people know what your intentions are, my intentions is for me to sign you up for some timeshare so you can spend the rest of your life hating on it as well then you see at least you you gave that person your intentions and it makes things a lot a lot more clearer and smoother if there is that clarity with the intentions
3: yeah and i think that's one thing i want to work more on too because the resentfulness of clarity later comes from not being super intentional and i think it's better and cleaner just have it all out there i love it oh we yeah have- we have a lot of clarity at Bright Lights, guys, which we am about to go get on the call with one of our clients. So Omar is in charge of the book division. And that means it's probably the more fun division because I'm a little sassy bitch. And the PR division is mine. So technically, if you, if you love listening to this and you love being a client of ours, because this is what it's like. It's fun. It's clear. We, we help not only with your visibility, but your fears and confidence of putting your work out there because that's what really matters. You can find us at BrightLightsMessaging.com if you enjoyed that plug.
1: And how do we follow you?
2: At, I am Gabby Garrett on Instagram.
1: Clear, simple.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, hey, if you, didn't, you didn't even plug your book. You have a book out.
2: I do. Sorry. 50 Ways to Magic on Amazon. I have a writing class that starts August 10th. I don't know when this is going to air, but if it's not August 10th yet, you should come get in
1: that. It, it'll it'll air before August 10th. And hey, I like being a student and all that. Not not only am, am I part of the company, I'm a student. So I'll
3: That's I right. It's gonna be a blast. So we're gonna teach you how to become a journalist, which is how I've made my money and got to be in rooms with awesome people like Omar and more. So it's it's really an open ticket.
1: Alrighty, righty, awesome. Well, hey, love you and all that. And you know. We work together, so I'm sure you'll hear hear me sooner than later. And and bless you. The, That's I, true.
2: I managed to mute. Thank you. I'm clearing old stuff. We're getting into the new stuff. Thanks for right. listening, guys.
1: Hey, I love you. Love Take you Bye bye.
0: Bye. I never told no one that my whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up, so I can shoot for the stars. I hear a voice like, "Who do you think?" You negative thoughts come to mind when i start thinking bold like why you chasing dreams aren't you getting kind of old Woo. i knew i needed help i had no self-confidence didn't believe in myself i try not to feel or listen to my intuition to start a business but before i even started i feel like it's finished you got a vision And let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA. They can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see. Want to change your life, you gotta change the way you think. Good thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life. Nothing but good vibes, every day I'm thinking like, what is your D-word? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What is your D-word? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind I was trapped inside that prison all oh, for a long time To make it happen, you gotta take action Just imagine what if it did work